Hey guys, welcome back to Again and Again with your host, Patricia. Let's get with it. I am going to start with an icebreaker. It always helps me out when I start with an icebreaker. So my mom was listening to my last podcast and I asked her what she think about it. She was like, um, Patty, what is the word dope? All right. So I was like, oh, mom, the word dope means good. It means like you with it. You know, I was just giving her like random definitions based off of what I thought the word dope was and how I was using it in contact. So last night, I'm like, got up three o'clock in the morning, the Holy Spirit woke me up and I'm praying and reading my word. And something hit me and I was just like, what does the word dope mean? (laughs) So when I read the word dope in definition, it said, That dope is an illegal drug (laughs) of heroin, cocaine, and all. And I started laughing because I was just like, look how we just make up our own meaning to words. (laughs) And it's just acceptable. So, Ma, this goes out to you. I will try to change the word dope. All right? All right. So now with that icebreaker, I had to share that because it was just so funny. I was cracking up 3 o'clock in the morning about that. Anyway, so... Welcome to the podcast again and again. All right, today's topic is about who is God, you know. So a little story about how this topic came up. It's just I was reading my Bible. I was reading John. And, you know, I started thinking about um, as I was reading John, it was the story about when Jesus had already raised Lazarus from the dead and they were at the house eating And Mary, Lazarus' sister, started washing Jesus' feet with perfume, some expensive perfume she had, quality stuff from what I understand. Anyway, so she then started wiping down his feet with her hair. And Judas, of course, I noticed that they constantly say Judas and make it known that he's the one that betrayed Jesus. So he was just like not approving of it because he's like, this perfume is expensive, yo, we could go sell this. He was like, why we didn't sell this and help out the poor? And of course, they're showing that Judas was a thief and he was in charge of the money, but stole from it every once in a while or probably all the time. Not really clear on that. And he wasn't really into helping out the poor. He was just more greedy. So naturally, I thought of Judas and I was thinking like, okay, They keep saying the one that betrayed Jesus, which he did, you know. But I started thinking of how often do we betray Jesus in our actions? And we go into shame and all that. And how much I just really thank God that he came down in human form toward the veil so that we can have access to go and say, Lord, please forgive me. So from that, I started thinking more into reading my word. I started actually reading my word a little more on those chapters going into chapter 17 and so forth. And I started thinking of who is God, right? I know the last episode we kept talking about our fight and how much God is good and all. So I just kind of wanted to, being that this podcast um, is just foundation about Christ, kind of wanted like 
whoever is listening to this podcast to understand who we're talking about before I get into any more deep testimonies or just talk in general about God. So the topic today is who is God, right? So God is love, right? Let's break that down. God is the one thing that all of us, every single person that exists seeks for, which is love. And he is love. So part of the reason why we serve him, because God provides something that we all need, which is love, right? Let's go a little deeper into that. What makes God love? So with me, I say God is love because I like to think, because my thing is I grew up in church, right? And a lot of things sound cliche. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or it's like, how you doing? It's like, I'm good in the Lord. And I remember when I was really like deep into serving the Lord and all. And it was just like, I just want a real answer <laughs> from somebody. I just need a real answer. And not to say that's not real. It's just where I was, I didn't know what that really meant. So I kind of wanted a little more authenticity, even though they were being authentic. But at the time, it was I was able to receive it. So I wanted to bring up God is love and who is God to my audience because I want everyone to understand who I'm talking about, you know? So it's like God is so holy, right, and so amazing that he created this world and he wanted us to be part of it. He wanted to love up on us. He wanted us to serve him, but he didn't want to force us to serve him, right? Because he has, he's so powerful. He could turn us into robots and serve him, but he wanted to give us free will. So God created this earth, right? To do that. So God had Adam and Eve and they could even stay away from sin themselves. So, yeah, people say they're tempted, but they could stay away from sin. So guess what? He had to do something else. Same thing with the Noah's Ark. God had Noah create this ark because everybody else was doing their own thing, was in sin, and he had to get rid of everybody else too. Because obviously what he attended, I mean, he he's God, so he knew it was going to happen, but what he attended did not happen. Then, of course, the Solomon Gomorrah story, and we can keep going on. So just just not saying I'm going to just preach it in my way, but so it's almost like God said, you know what? These people can't get it right, <laughs> and I'm holy. I'm white carpet, so let's break it down. So imagine it being a white carpet, and you know the cartoons when they have the glow, like this place is someplace you can't touch. You got to be invited into, right? So you have white carpet and you can't go into it. It's a hallway that leads to this white carpet. You can't go and step into this area, this room with the white carpet because you're dirty, right? So, or you're not holy to go there. You got a lot going on in your life. So God wanted it to be that we have that access to come into this room. So what he did was... He created that hallway space, which is when he decided to come down in human form to earth through Jesus Christ, his son. He loved us so much that he wanted us to have access to him. He wanted to tear the veil that separate us from him. So what God did was created this hallway 
that when we are able to go in through this hallway, we are able to be forgiven. We are able to speak to Jesus, and Jesus is our advocate for God, you know, for his Father. So he advocates for us where we're able to step now into this area with the white carpet. But when we do step into this area with the white carpet, we are no longer dirty. You can't see the stain marks on this carpet. We can't even stain it because we went through Christ to be able to get to God. So the reason why I brought this up is because it started making me think like you had to love us so much that you wanted us to have access to you. You had to love us so much that you tore the veil from all the rules and regulations that you gave in the Old Testament to be able to give us a way because you knew we couldn't get it right. You know, you so many times in the Old Testament, all of us kept getting it wrong. Everybody else kept getting it wrong. So you were like, let me find a way for it, my peoples to be able to, even after we sin, we have we can confess our sins to Christ Jesus so we can have access to that carpeted room, that white carpeted room, that pure room. So I just thought it was dope when I started thinking about that. So it's like, who is God? God is love. The one who loved us so much that he sent his son, came down in human form and died for us. And not only died for us, but he showed us like choosing me there's victory because not only did Jesus die for us, but he rose again. He defeated death and all. So I kind of wanted to share that with everybody. I don't want people to just listen to this podcast and not know who we're talking about, like, or know any backstory about God and all. And I got all this because I was reading John 17, where Jesus started praying for himself and everyone who follows him. And, and, Throughout the whole prayer, I kept thinking, like, his prayer was so deep. His prayer was just about how much he wants good for us, and he wants us to be happy, and he wants us to just be at peace, you know? And one of the verses that caught me was um, John 16, 33, where he said, I have told you all these things. So, okay, what he was talking about, he was talking about victory over the world at that time, right? And Jesus was telling us, I have told you all these things so that you can have peace in me. In this world, you will have troubles, but be brave. I have defeated the world. So Jesus was talking about how he's leaving us behind. He's going back to his father. Like after coming to this world, living it, being the example. While he was down here, he was like performing miracles, but he was also showing us how to be humble. He was like showing us what building character with him looks like, what serving God looks like. He did it. So after he did it, he, of course, went to the cross, died for our sins, and rose again. So after he wrote, but this is actually before he rose again and went to the cross, but he was talking about this is what it's going to look like. And uh, when I leave you, I'm going to leave you guys with the Holy Spirit, a helper. So he left us with the Holy Spirit and he's like, yes, although I'm leaving you with the Holy Spirit, 
I'm going to give you a sense of peace in this disruptive world. You know, there's not going to be easy. There's going to be hard times. But he's asking us to be brave because he is with us and all. And he have already defeated the world. So it started making me think because this week I was going through like um, some things. And it wasn't even like negative things. It was just like mental. I was really thinking more into all the things I've been through. Right. I've just been through a lot. Of course, it it was crazy. Like, I've just been through a lot. Like, I started writing them down, actually. And I'm not even just talking about things I've been through where people did it to me, but things that I've even done to myself. And I started crying because I'm like, God, I'm so tired. Like, and mind you, I'm at a good space. So I don't even understand where these feelings came from. I started crying because I'm like, God, I'm so tired. And I was like, God, when are you going to get me out of this? Like, when do I get my own? When do I have that? I'm tired. Yes, I get it. I have a place to lay my head. I have my my own space. I pay my little rent. I do all that. But I still want more. And there's things that I want. And I don't know, because I'm content in you right now, I'm just like, is it okay that I'm discontent? But I'm losing hope in discontentment, you know? So I was crying it out to him. And uh, then through crying it out, I started realizing that, um, but every time that I went through it, you were there. You know, I started, um, one of the things I started talking about in the last episode was uh, I, my last season, I just came out of a shelter, August of 2023 and I was in the shelter for like in a year and a half and I remember the day I walked into the shelter I had no real feelings funny thing is like looking back I realized I was defeated and it was okay I hit rock bottom it was okay I was just gonna live life and it it doesn't matter I wasn't even gonna try no more I remember thinking that and crazy thing is God knew what I was thinking, although I didn't say it out loud. So technically, I was kind of like suicidal. Like, I didn't care. I have no care in the world because where else can I go at this point? And my life keeps going back to this bottom pit for some reason. But it's crazy because three days after being in the shelter, God spoke to me. And he showed me that, how much he loves me. Because he showed me a vision of my future. So, and it was crazy because I remember at that moment starting to cry because it was just like, you must love me so much that you showed up in my, even though I know you never left me, but you showed up and you cared enough to let me know that there's more for you and all. And that's the moment that things changed. So I started thinking when I read this verse was God want us out of peace, and never once did he tell us it wasn't going to be hard, you know? And he said there's going to be trouble, but he said also to be brave, because remember, I've defeated this world already. I've won your victory by getting on that cross, by dying for you, being rose from the dead like you won at this point. No one else can say they've done that. Or they've been through that. So 
long story short, bringing it back together, I just wanted to say that God is love because in my experience, he didn't leave me at bottom. He came to, he met me at bottom. He met me where I was, like even when I was drinking, smoking, doing all that God always met me. He's never left me behind. And when he did that, he met me and he rebuilt me. It's funny, there was a time where, I mean, might as well share. There was a time where um, I was pregnant and I remember I was excited because at that time, I only wanted to be pregnant because I didn't feel loved and I wanted someone to love me. So having a kid was like, I gave that kid that responsibility to love me unconditionally, <laughs> right? So little, I, I thank God that that kid's not alive at, right now because honestly, that kid would have been carrying a lot. <laughs> he had more responsibilities before he was born. Anyways, the point is, um, I said he, she, whatever it was. I remember being in the hospital, and I went because I was bleeding, and I was just like, all right. Um, I put on some music in my ear, and then the song Gracefully Broken came on. And I automatically said, oh, my God, this song keeps repeating itself. I'm about to have a girl. I'm gonna name, God want me to name this baby Grace. I ain't listened to the words, obviously. So um, when I lost the baby, and mind you, that was at that time, that was my third kid that I lost. So when I lost the kid, it was like, I didn't know how to feel. But I remember being mad because weirdly, I started seeking God when I got pregnant because I just wanted the kid that much. So it was different. When you want something, it's easy to seek him, you know. When you're in your low, it's easy to seek him. So I started seeking him. So when he took this baby from me, it was just like I didn't understand. Like I was praying. What is going on? So I didn't know how to feel because I was never a person who really know how to feel about things, right? So that happened, and it was just like, okay. One day that song came on again. I honestly did not want to listen to the song, but I did. And I realized God told me, I'm going to gracefully break you to rebuild you, right? That's what the song is basically saying. So I read this verse, and it reminded me so much of God never promised us a perfect life here in this world because this world is not for us. So he is love. And although he is love, there's things that we're going to go through. And he's saying just be brave and to trust in him. And one of the things I read this week, trust is just about God's timing, his spiritual timing, totally relying upon his spiritual timing. So I know I kind of went all over the place, but the reason why I brought this up is because so many times we get it mixed up of who God is should mean that our lives should be this perfect or should be great and should be amazing. But God is simply love, the one thing that will fulfill us the one thing that everybody needs and wants. Some people may not know that they need him, but I, I brought this up to bring up the example of his love by stepping down from holiness, stepping down from greatness. We say God is good all the time, all the time God is good. 
if someone is good all the time, technically he don't have to mess with people who's dirty or for people who's not serving him. But God did, and he cared so much, and he knew we couldn't get it right so much that he came down in human form, gave us access to Jesus so that we can have access to him because he wanted us that much, and he didn't want to treat us like robots, but he wanted us to give us free will to love him. And with that, he gave us instructions through his word, and in his instructions, they tell us there's going to be tough times. But trust in him and be brave. So my message today is, who is God? God is love. You want an example? Go ahead and read John. I suggest anyone who wants to know who God is, read John. It talks about, read your word, period. But read John, um, because John really spoke to me this month, um, and he spoke to me about, how much he loved us where he sent his son and how much his son loved us where he keeps advocating for us so that we can have access to God, pretty much. Just be brave, honestly. Be brave through the tough times and remember that God loves you and he gives us free will. And that's it, pretty much. That's all I really got for you guys today. I don't have much. Um, this is what he gave me to give to you guys because love is kind of what everyone seeks for and is drawn to. So be drawn to God because he's the only one that will give you love. And I would say this is dope, but <laughs> I don't think mom, mama likes that. So we're going to go with this is great. <laughs> great for now we'll find a new word all right thank you for listening and talk to you guys soon